Right on. Get your greasy little face up next to the radio because it's time for America's favorite radio program, Animal Stories. And now here in person is the Animal Stories news team anchorman, I, the charming and delightful old Uncle Lair, and him in, in person, little Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Good morning, Uncle Lair. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Once again, as the shadows of night fall graciously upon the major metropolitan city in the Midwest, the boy in the box to his eye cautiously enters Uala, and good evening, boogie checkers, and a good evening to you. Is this a functional unit? Once upon a time, the biggest names in rock were seen around the world in black t-shirts emblazoned with the name of a Chicago institution, a radio station. The Loop, home to gods of radio, home to gods of radio, and gods of rock. While most stations played made bands, The Loop made the bands that they played. It hacked its way through a jungle of mediocrity to a land as dangerous as it was exciting. The rest of the world first experienced this power in 1979, the infamous Disco Demolition. <laughs> 90,000 Loop listeners showed up at a stadium built for 50, and Americans asked, What kind of radio station could influence untold thousands in such a way? And the answer? This kind. was born in the year of Star Wars, and in Chicago, it was the force that was with you. And the force was with you. The mighty loop was as tall as Jordan, as strong as the fridge. In a world full of wannabes, the loop screamed. In a landscape crowded with emptiness and pockmarked with sameness, the loop kicked ass and took names, addresses, and phone numbers. Then later, after the Stones interview, the loop ran home for a quick shower, then called one of those phone numbers to set up a private interview. Yes, that was a metaphor for the loop getting laid. Hello? Loop got laid a lot. The loop screamed with dangerous hosts, dangerous comedy, and dangerous music. As it grew, it made money. And more money. And little by little, an institution became an investment. A melting pot of genius became a few pages in an annual report. What the number crunchers couldn't grasp is that with some things, putting profits before all else ultimately leads to lower profits. They couldn't see that what made the loop huge in the first place wasn't cost-cutting or homogenizing. It wasn't consultants or research. It was talent, brilliance. It was magic.
Exciting episode, hopefully, of the original Red Pill Show, comrade. Yeah, today is a Thursday, July second, uh, two thousand and twenty. The show it's for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk. The show is copyrighted by moi. No positive. It can be rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Oh, my written consent. What the fuck was that? Finally. Show's opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever. No, I didn't say that. Get distraction. Fuck me up. Take two. This show is opinionated. The host especially callers 815-290-0912. People that are naughty in the chat room, guests, whenever we have them, whatever, always and will be opinionated under no second circum <clears throat> circumcisions. Circum under no circumstances whatsoever, 
Should opinions be taken as advice? If you are seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name. Broadcasting live from the cute little quaint lovely town where the bars were open but then they're not and then they are and then they're not but the restaurants are everybody else is but you gotta wear a fucking mask whatever are and will be opinionated i said that already broadcasting live from it's been a while i'm a little rusty that's what she said did you stick it in yet oh my god Ooh, that'd be nice. So, broadcasting live from the lovely little town of Loveland, Colorado, Colorado, in the mountains and the northern range. Yes, I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about. Would you like some peanut butter pretzels? Where did they go? There they are, snack time. Okay, I did my intro. Break time. These are so good. I'm going to get fat. I'm going to turn into fat fucker. Why not? Just when we get our freedom back and a little bit of hope. Oh, no, we can't do that. Life is never going to be normal again, which I entitled this or titled it or whatever. 2020 sucks. Mm-hmm. But does it? I don't know. I guess it all depends on how you look at it, but we'll get into that in a minute. So, we are broadcasting live on Facebook Live, which I'm going to be thrown in jail because I commented on supposedly there's going to be a documentary with Colin Kaepernick in his high school days. Oh, yeah, I'm going to run to the TV and watch that one. (sighs) And I said, well, why don't they just title it How to Fuck Up an NFL Career? And somebody didn't like that. So I got a warning from Facebook. Yeah, you cannot say that, comrade. And uh, we will uh, analyze what you say and determine the punishment whether it's a bullet to your head or we just ban you for life. But we are going to do something. But right now we're going to do nothing. Nothing. I know nothing. And we got to do nothing. But uh, you say something again, although it's a violation of your First Amendment rights. But since you're on our program and our platform, then we're going to take away your rights. So you cannot say nothing. I need to see your papers. Fuck you. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, This is a... I was going to say rated X. It is rated X. This is a rated uh, R. 
I guess, explicit, whatever. So anyway, broadcasting live on Facebook Live. Not for long, though. I'll be banned. Uh, I predict that. I'll be blocked. I'm all the problems. It's all my fault. Usually is. Um, Podbean.com. Uh, maybe YouTube. I don't know. There's some other ones. Spotify. Spotify. Red Spotify. Because Spotify. Type the original Red Pill Show. And you'll find it. Yay. And you can listen. Um, and there's some other ones too. But I don't really give a shit right now. I don't care. I just really care about downloading it. And then listen, listening to it. Um, you can download the Podbean app. In the Apple iTunes. No, I'm not on iTunes. Am I? No, because I can't figure out the image thing. It's really fucking pissing me off. Oh, no, you can't upload that. It's at the right dimensions. It's like, what the fuck? Really? Ugh. So anyway, I'm not on iTunes. Uh, Podbean. Download the app. But yeah, you can go to the Apple store. Download the Podbean app. Or Android. Put it in there. Oh, yeah. You please stick it in for me. I'm horny today. Sorry. Actually, I've been horny for nine months now, actually. Uh, and download the Podbean app and type the original red pill show. And you'll find me. And then you can listen live. Or you can download it. Or you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I mean, what else are you going to do? They closed the bars, man. I mean, really? Oh, yeah, but the restaurants are open, and COVID-19 doesn't like food, So, uh, but it likes beer. So, uh, yeah, so if you sell beer or alcohol, uh, can't do that. But if you sell food or your Walmart or Home Depot or Sam's Club or any other big motherfuckers, I guess it doesn't matter. And feel free to do a protest because it's not spreading that way either. Get around that 100-person minimum crap. So I just say, everybody have a fucking concert and call it a protest. And can we listen to some live music, please? Pretty please? I'll have to talk to Wendy Wu about that. Maybe I can get her to do that. I need to hear some music, goddammit. Please. Oh, my God, you swore you're going to hell. You're an asshole. Okay, so we're on podbean.com. If you want to, kind of, kind of going to be a... A little bit of a segue into this. Um, if you're just sick and tired of being locked up or whatever, or Netflix sucks, you can't watch any shit anymore. There's nothing to do. You, you just, you, what are you going to do? You're going to go crazy. Start a podcast. I think this cost me 14, 15 bucks a month. Why not? Talk to yourself, your own therapy, work your shit out. You're not the only one that's going through it. You never know. There could be a star in there, and you don't even know it. And who really gives a shit? I don't. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Okay. Podbean.com. I have to share my stats. 1,900 new cases of COVID-19. No. 1,900 downloads. see i haven't done too many episodes which is my fault my fault my bad 
It's all on me. It's all my fault. I'm sorry. Um, we will share the world, Mr. Bond. Yes, and I almost took over the planet before before I left. Uh, actually, I wouldn't mind leaving this planet. But see, then we're going to go to Mars, and we're just going to fuck up that planet. So it's like, really? Can we fix this planet before we fuck up another one? What's the point? We're just going to destroy it, pollute it, man the fuck out of it. And all the suppressed technology. Oh, I should talk about that. A metaphysicist. Fascinating conversation. I thought. Anyway, I'm getting off track. The What? <laughs> Who's dinging me? <laughs> la, 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 la. Hmm. Everybody, not everybody, but people just have a tendency to bother me. I'm not complaining. It's just like, okay, whatever. So the world, Mr. Bond, the United States of America, we're getting more racially and economically and soon to be religiously divided. And we're going to go bankrupt. Uh, Canada, that's another thing I got to share. Y'all, y'all fake. It's fake. It's fake news. Okay, Hammond. Put that there. So don't forget. Because they can't see shit with these glasses on. Oh, fuck. <sighs> Take your glasses off. You're watching me. I don't want to. Why? Uh, okay. Is that better? I didn't know you're watching. Oh. oh, here they are. There. All right. Anyway. The world. 26,000. No. Yeah, I'm not going to say the dumb ones. United States of America. I'll just divide that. I'll show everybody that in a minute. Canada, eh? Australia, mate. Oh, I'm watching this. Uh... Yes, question. How big is your penis? Um, that's not appropriate. Is Donald Trump fake news? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know what's real or fake anymore. I honestly don't. I turned my news off, believe it or not. Um, I'm watching this TV reality show where it's this yacht. Yacht. It's a yacht. Yacht. A yacht. And there's a crew on it, obviously, and a captain. And they take these people out on cruises. And I'm into the third episode and it's kind of intriguing i don't like reality shows reality shows um ever since survivor came out and they just got stupider so i'm really i mean i like hell's kitchen there's some i like but this one i just made it 
um, I just made it a personal choice not to watch reality shows anymore. Uh, but with really not a lot to do, and I was just laying on the couch, and I'm like, well, what the fuck is this? Beyond, beyond, beyond something? What the fuck? Boy, fuck, I don't know. I have the name of it next time. Good show, though. I like it. So the crew's getting a little frisky. They're starting to piss each other off. Big drama. And the next, the next episode, whoever rented the boat, um, they're doing a, uh, tilted kilt girls model photo shoot. And one of the crew members, um, engages, I guess is the way to put it with one of the girl the models and it just raises holy hell <laughs> gotta see it anyway uh let's see you think he's a liar i assume you're talking about trump or you really think he wants to make america great again or just use this all to get more money i get emails all day for asking donations for him so do i uh now from a son and then kimberly garfoyle who's pretty fucking hot and i just give her money because of that but i i get him too i give him 15 bucks a month um do i think he's a liar i don't i don't like calling people liars do i think he's telling the truth all the time i really don't know anybody that does especially in politics so i don't know if that answers that question i don't want to call him a liar he's a politician now <laughs> so they that's all they know uh, or do you really think he wants to make America great again? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. See, the problem with this is, is that globalism has been the agenda for quite a long time. And he wanted to make America great again. So it's becoming back to patriotism and individualism, nation, uh, nationalism. But then that's twisted into white supremacy and then racism and all this other crap. And it's, it has nothing to do with it. Um, or is he just using us to get more money? Uh, I, well, he's not even being paid to be the president. So I don't think money, he's got more money than God. So if he needs more money, it's the only reason for that would be his reelection. So yeah, I, I think he's doing that i get emails all day i get text messages all day and emails now for donations i get them too if he's really as loved as said then he must be getting hella hella money what's hella money hell of a money hell of a lot of money from all of us i don't know he could be but it's all for his political re-election it's not personal He's not taking the presidential salary. He doesn't need to. So it's like, um, I don't think it answers your question. What else? La, 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 la. If he really is as loved as he said. Oh, no, dropped out. Da, 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 da. Anyway, let's finish. United States of America, we're all fucked. Uh, Canada, Jesus, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, and New Zealand. 
Speeden and Unknown. So I don't know who the hell that is. As far as the United States, it could do this by states or what? I mean, if you think about it, how many presidents before him have said make America great again and did not? I don't think anybody's made America great. I mean, what's your definition of great? I, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't think any of them have. I think the last one, believe it or not, was probably Reagan, but I was 16. So, I mean, if any president made this country great or greater, not great again, because again, it means that it's not great anymore. So, um, nobody, none of them have, they've all made it worse. I don't care who they are. <laughs> I don't care. They, I think Reagan's the only one that made this country better because he got handed a bag of shit and turned the economy around. And for eight years, it was pretty good. But then all the other ones after him, nope, nope. Didn't make anything great or greater or better. It slowly started sliding down hill. I have to go get my other phone because the alarm's going off. Hang on. Oh, okay. What, 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 what? Didn't Reagan create the war on drugs? Hey, yeah, yeah, but it was more, in my opinion, an Oprah thing, but just say no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. Just say no to sex. See how fucking good that works. Uh, I mean, yeah, but that's not the, the way to handle it. Uh, let's see. What else? And when I say that, I mean the war on people who consume drugs. Yeah, I mean, the big saying was just say no, and that doesn't work. So, but yeah, he, he, uh, it was in the 80s for sure. I'm dating myself. I don't want to do that. Okay. The United States of America, Colorado, Ohio. California asshole, Texas, and some unknown. I don't even know who that is. Then we're going to go to Canada, eh? British Columbia, Ontario, and then Australia, mate. New South Wales. So anyway, that's all the listeners. So thank you very much for listening to me. I don't know why you do, but thank you. Uh, no to sex. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, really? Just don't, just say no to sex. Mm -hmm. See how, see how that works for you. Just say no. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh my God, that broad's fucking hot. Like, oh my God, look at that guy over there. Mm-hmm. He's so handsome. He's got a nice butt. Look at his chest. I'm going to fuck his brains out. No, wait a minute. I got to say no. No. Same thing. Come on.
couple of drinks, little touchy feely before you know what you're playing hide the weenie. How do you say no to that? You don't. Same thing with drugs. Oh, come on, man. Just take a hit. Oh, come on, man. Just do a line. Oh, come on, man. Just take a shot. You know, whatever. It's all peer pressure. It's all your friend's fault, actually. If you didn't have any friends or family, you'd be fine. Well, well, what? They say. The only safe sex is no sex. You know, shit. Have fun with that one. Yeah, and nobody knows who you are, but um, you should practice what you preach there, my dear. Four kids? <clears throat> okay, I didn't say that. Uh, let's see. So anybody, thanks to everybody. Thanks to firefighters, 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 teachers, first responders, people that are in the military and law enforcement. You're all heroes to me. So that's enough of that shit. So let's go back to the screen. Okay, okay. What's the subject? Nothing. There is never a subject. I just started, actually. <laughs> I haven't been on too long. You didn't miss nothing, Talitha. Oh, you should come back to boxing. You know why? Because I just got inside information that Wendy Wu's going to be there. I love Wendy. She's so cool. She's so talented. What? La, 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 la. I'm doing a show here. La, 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 la. Oh, there's Wendy right there. Yeah, I'm going to try to get her to play. I love hearing her play. I love, I'm supposed to interview her. I'm going to have to talk about that to her. Except she wants me to do it in front of her. Which means I have to take all my equipment. Get a two mic system. I don't like it. It'd be like a Joe Rogan thing, which I don't care. But she wants me to bring all my shit to her. So I, what? Yeah, but you're not doing that, my dear. I mean, define safe sex. Are you talking STDs? Are you talking about getting knocked up and having a kid nine months? What's what's safe sex? Define safe sex. Yeah, you are part of the show. So people don't know. I haven't said your name. At least I'm messaging here. So they don't know who you are. Even even if they did, they wouldn't know who you are. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, you're part of the show. You're part of the show here. What? You want to watch that interview? You want me to? No, she won't come. That's kind of weird. I mean, I know people know me and they trust me and all that, but I'm like, you know, I don't really. Hey, would you like to come to my house and do an interview? No. Asshole. Really? Uh, I don't think so. She wants me to come to her. But then I got to pick up all this fucking shit. It's going to be a pain in the ass. But I'll do it for her. Safe from STDs and pregnancy or anything dangerous. A penis is dangerous. So you just might as well stay away from it. At all costs. Stay away. Back down. Get away from me. 
it's actually been nine months for me. I'm kind of proud of that. And I wanted it to be longer. That's what she said. Longer. Um, but like nine months ago, some woman came up to me and wouldn't take no for an answer. And I think, yeah, that was, let's see, it was December to September. So it's nine, 10 months. So the last time before that, I went like nine months. Uh-oh. And then before that, it was the, fuck, I think it was another nine months, April to December, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. <gasps> Uh-oh. I can't go longer than nine months, which is a pregnancy term, which is kind of weird. Uh-oh. What? Um, you see no sex is the only safe sex yeah but it's no fun man I mean really I can't imagine not having sex I just can't I mean like I said it's been nine months I was minding my own business just did a concert celebration with the guy friend and she just would not fucking saying take no i don't think i said no though but i didn't say yes what so easy for women to pick up guys i mean wow so don't try to act act like a condom how do you act like a condom so don't try to act like a condom or a birth control or so-called safe sex i'm not I didn't even, I didn't even fucking talk about sex. You're the one. How did this all start it anyway? Uh, did I bring it up? Do, 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 do. We were talking about Donald Trump. That I don't want to think about sex with. Sorry. Unless it's Melania. Melania. That, that doesn't bother me. At all. Talked about Reagan. Talked about the drug war. Oh, you started it. Then you said say no to sex because I said say no to drugs. Now you then you said say uh, say no to sex. Impossible. Impossible. <sighs> okay, whatever. I tried. I really did. I I really. I'm like that's really nice, and she just wouldn't stop touching me, and she wouldn't sit, quit saying nice things. She wasn't even drunk. what oh society yeah but i like talking about me i don't i don't want to drag society into this because it's not working get it there wouldn't be any baby and any babies born if people weren't having sex it's just like see i did it pass backwards when i first got divorced or it was official with my divorce decree i was being a little too promiscuous, but as time went on, and then you think, well, it was serious. I guess. I mean, the word the marriage word came up, not for me. And then I mean, like I said now, it's happening like every nine months with me, which means let's see, September 13th. That was a Friday. Friday the 13th, look it up. 
September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Uh-oh, I'm past due. We're going, well, I'm still on nine months. It'll be 10, 10 months on the 13th of July, which is like what? 11 days, right? Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> I'm just going to say no. I'm going to run. Oh, they're not? Well, then put them in the chat room if you want. I don't really care. I think they're instantaneous in the chat room. There's no subject except sex, drugs, and we might as well start talking about rock and roll now, too. Okay. So I like talking about movies and gizmos and get gizmos and gadgets and all this shit uh, in books. And I'm reading this book, Fake from Robert Kurosaki. Kurosaki. I don't know. I picked it up and I went through 100 pages. It's almost a 500-page book. I should have this thing re read by the end of this coming weekend because I got Monday off. So I'll just sit out somewhere have some coffee and and read i like doing that actually but this book is a page turner everything's fake 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 news fake this fake that fake sex fake everything what would be fake sex would that be a sex robot doll maybe i don't that's one thing i have i tried my microphone just fell son of a bitch i have to fix that stay stay So I highly recommend that book. Whatever else. Um, trying to find a good training tracker thingy for working out. Because I was supposed to run with somebody. <clears throat> uh, not mentioning any names. And I want to track my um, heart rate and uh, all the other shit that's on there. Da, 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 da. But I'm waiting for that. What? I, uh, why did it ring? Did you call? Well, because I have to have it open. So I have like five different screens open. And if I don't have Google voice open in front of me, cause I checked the chat room. I checked this, I checked that, I check all the shit and sorry. And, uh, it's open now. So if you call, I did see that you called. So if you want to call again, I can answer, but I have to be on the screen. The program has to be on my screen to answer the phone. That's why I didn't answer the phone because I didn't hear it. Trust me. Here, I'll turn my, I'll turn it. See, it's on in, well, I don't want to show your phone number though, but you called. I see that. So if you want to call again, I will call. I will answer. If not, that's fine. But I see I can't sit here and wait because I have to talk. That's what the show's about. Talking about what? I have no fucking idea. It's been what? 20 minutes of nothing except sex, drugs, Trump, how America sucks. What else? <clears throat> Call me, call back. Otherwise, I'm 
Otherwise, the plane's leaving. Yeah, but Wendy Wu's going to be at our studio, which is this right here. I don't know if you can see. See, now I got to go over to the... Ah, fuck. See, this. Fitness Magic. 970. What is it? 593-8426. Located in downtown Loveland. There we go. By a fucking taco place that I love. And the margaritas are stronger than shit. Okay, here we go. Hello? Hello. I hear you. Hello. 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 Finally, I got a hold of you. Yeah, I heard it that time. I didn't hear it the first time. This program is really weird. Well, since you were talking about marriage, barely. Talking about what? Oh, oh my gosh, I'm hearing double noise. Yeah, don't listen to that because it'll be really delayed. Okay. Listen to your so, phone. Okay, go ahead. I saw a post the other day and it asked, why doesn't why don't our marriages last as long as our parents and our grandparents back in the day? And someone made a very good comment. Um, it said that most people divorce nowadays because of their unhappiness, which is not a valid excuse for getting a divorce. And I thought that was very, very accurate. Most people divorce nowadays because oh, I'm not happy or because my husband's not making me happy or my wife's not making me happy. And I mean, nobody's responsible for anyone's happiness in all reality. True. So I thought that was a good one because I know you've had like a lot of problems with your divorce. I don't know everything, but. Oh, I don't, I mean, it doesn't bother me talking about it <laughs> at all, but yeah, I had a, I mean, that's why I got divorced and I had a ton of problems with that. Do you believe that she left you because she was unhappy? Was that like the main reason or? Um, well, first of all, first of all, we have to define happiness or not being happy because what you kind of like said is you're responsible for your own happiness. And if your husband or boyfriend or if something externally is going to make you happy, then I don't really think that's happiness. Well, that's the thing. I don't believe that anyone can make you happy. Correct. I think right. that I'm saying you're going to let yourself be happy or you're going to choose to be miserable. Exactly. And if you're unhappy or miserable or whatever it is, and you want to blame it on your spouse or the people in your life, then you're not focusing on the problem because the problem's you. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't get married to be happy. You get married to share your life with somebody that you love and you want to share that and bond and to become one and all that. That that's what I firmly believe marriage is. But you don't marry like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry this woman and she's going to make me so happy. 
Um, no, it's, it's not going to happen. I, I want to share my happiness and my peace and all that type of stuff. Um, and contentment. And, and then of course my life and material things or whatever, uh, with that person, I want to share that with them. It's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with happiness. Yes. Well, I mean, I believe that people get married for many different reasons. Some people get married to be successful. Some people get married to be provided for. Some people get married to provide. Some mm -hmm. people get married because they want kids, whatever. Yeah, to mm -hmm. share their life, right. to share their happiness. I mean, there's so many reasons why people actually get married. But the main reason why most people get divorced is just, it's not because of real issues. No, it's because they're not happy. No, that's, that's true. That that's very true. Uh, and, and I think it has a lot to do with codependency. I, I think everybody to some degree is codependent on something or someone else. Yes. But when you put all of that dependence onto one person, into one person, mm -hmm. then that's where it becomes. Exactly. Disastrous. Exactly. Exactly. Because not one person or no one person or one thing can make you fully happy. No. Or feel fulfilled. No. And I think that's coming out now with this COVID-19 and people either living alone or living with their wife or their husband or their boyfriend or their kids and all that. And I've just heard, I titled this show 2020 sucks. That was the topic, by the way. And then, oh, I, okay. and then I had a byline that says, or does it? So, but I think people are really starting to find out their, um, their true intentions or their true, whatever makes them happy. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't happy right now. No, they are not. They're miserable. They find that they're actually very miserable and exactly. they thought they were probably happy. Right. <laughs> Right. So I, I think what you have to do as a person, you have to step back and look from the outside, which most people can't do because they just want to blame it. And well, he's an asshole or he doesn't pay attention to me anymore. Or, she doesn't pay attention to me or fucking whatever. You know, you fight over Yay. money, whatever. Go be happy and see if they don't pay attention to how damn happy you are. Right. I just told my sister, I sent her a message. Um, Pretty much she's having marital problems and. I told her, go be happy and see how much he'll regret not having you around. Exactly. See how much he'll want to be around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. And I don't want to get into this because it's personal and I'm, I'm not even going to give a clue to who I'm talking about. But I have some friends that are going through this shit right now and they're probably going to get divorced. Yeah, that's where my sister's at right now. She's literally like, I'm leaving him. I'm done. And I'm just like, go be happy, girl. Right. Right. And 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 I think the thing is, because for me, I've been divorced for, I'll get back into me now because he asked me, you know, do I think was she, she was unhappy or whatever. But for me, moving out here from Illinois and not knowing three people, I, I needed to heal and I needed to find peace and happiness as corny as that sounds. That's what I needed. And I, and I think every person needs that, but they think yeah. if they get married, pop out a couple kids, get a raise at work, buy a new car, buy a boat, buy clothes, whatever makes you feel good. 
you know, it's a temporary happiness thing. It's an, again, it's an external thing that may make you happy for a short time, but that's not really, you know, happiness should come from the inside and out, not from outside in. Yes, indeed. I mean, like you, you, you love running and that's coming from the inside and that makes you happy. I would assume. Yes. See? When I don't have to wake up early and give up my half sleep. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. You just have to find out what makes you happy. So then after you find all the stuff out that makes you happy, then you have to find someone else that has that same affinity or thereabouts and share that happiness. And then, I mean, it's great. It, it, it's a great thing. But when you depend on the other person to make you happy is when it starts getting all goofy. That's probably what happened with me and you, huh? I was like, I'm going to depend on this person to make me go run in the morning. I'm yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I did show up by the way. And so <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I really, I was the problem. Yeah. Well, wow. I'm impressed. You actually, actually said that you weren't the problem. I was trying to make, I was trying to use you as my, not use you, but. Well, friends and use each other, okay? I was trying to use you as my motivation because that's what I do. I I reach out to my friends to help me or mm -hmm. to help them or whatever it is. Right. And I still couldn't get myself to it because of whatever reason, a lot of reasons, but yes, I was deprived on sleep and whatnot. But still, in the end, I have to get up and go. Right. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with leaning on friends for motivation or inspiring or pushing you or whatever. It's, that's fine. That's what they're for. Of course. But back to but me. It, Go ahead. I know. I just, I feel like I could relate that to what you're saying. We can't right. depend on other people to make us happy. No. We do no. feel like a lot of, I mean, I was pretty much depending on my commitment with you to make me do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's right. You made the commitment. You broke it. Well, yeah, but it was raining anyway. So whatever, whatever. But, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's more chances. You just gotta, the thing that you gotta do, and you know this better than anybody, cause I do, you just gotta get in a rhythm or a cycle. And then once you get into that, then it's just like, it's normal, but that's the hardest part is getting into, into that rhythm. Well, I definitely take a lot of self-discipline and of um mm -hmm. like I would say motivation, but that's not true. It takes mostly self-discipline. Well, motivation comes and goes. Did you move because you're breaking up? Oh no, I'm oh, here still. There you go. Okay. What were you saying? Because I could you were all garbled. I was saying that. You need motivation, but it's not true because motivation comes and goes as to where self-discipline has to be right on, right on. Yeah, from yourself. That's why it's called self-discipline. Self so, yeah, exactly. But it's still, I mean, I was talking to somebody about this and um, we joined Planet Fitness, so we're working out together. But I, I told her, I go, if you can't make it, it's not like, well, if you're not going to go, I'm not going to go because my, my motivation and my workout partner is me and my music. 
So you and your music? My music, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So fuck yeah. I mean, not you, but if you don't want to show up, that doesn't matter to me. I'm still doing it with or without you. Yeah, I think that's probably why I told you just let's meet at my place because I was like, if he's here, I know I'll go. I'll know it. But then in the end, I was like, no, don't come. Yeah, right, right. You know what? It's funny you say that because I've had this conversation too. To drag my ass to the gym and work out and whatever, it's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. It's like, but when I finally get there and I do it and I leave, I've never said, man, I shouldn't have came or that sucked or why did I do it? I have never said that to myself. Never regret it. No, I've never regretted it. And I'm like, you know, and when I'm doing it and then I'm done, I'm like, what's the big deal, Tim? Why are you being an asshole? You know, you just, just do it. Just get your ass up, get on your bike, get in your car, whatever, and go. And then, and then as soon as I do it, I'm like, man, cause I don't know what it does, the endorphins or your body chemistry, but just get you, it picks you up or picks me up. And like I said, I've never regretted going to the gym and working out ever. That, that little self-discipline gets you there. They say that 80% of success is just showing up. Yep. Yeah. Just doing it. Right. Yeah. Well, just showing up. Cause once you show up the 20%, the other 20%, you're going to do it. Right. Right. That's very true. And that's pretty good actually. So, but so remember that, and I'll, I'll try to remember it too. Cause I often forget. <laughs> well, you're the one that needs to remember it. Cause my, my ass was up before I'm not trying to make you feel bad. And I had my coffee and whatever, and I got my truck. And then as soon as I got to the park, it was raining and then you weren't there. And I'm just like, forget it. It's raining. There's no sense of getting sick raining. And, what about the second time? What was the second time? Well, I don't know. I'm asking you, what were you doing the next day when I told you, okay, let's go tomorrow. And then I messaged you like at what, like three in the morning. I was oh like, yeah. Oh my God. I'm not oh, I was like, fine. Shit happens. Cause you got four kids. So, I mean, I've had two, so I get it. I, I'm like, okay, you're being a mom. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I get it. Well, thank you for getting it. I was feeling really hard on myself. No, don't. No, I believe me. I, kids are just so unpredictable, especially when they're young. If they're under two, they're all a pain in the ass and sleep patterns are ridiculous. If you even have any anymore and they get sick and I, I get it. Don't, don't even, don't even worry about this it. This is my main thing. My little baby girl. Oh my God. She will not sleep unless she's literally stuck on my boob and yeah. It's just ridiculous. So then she just wakes up all night every time I put her in her crib and has a hard time going back to bed on the floor. Ah! Well, that make that because you're breastfeeding her. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes that makes perfect sense. So hey, more... Tim, well, it was nice chatting with you. I okay. gotta take my kids out of the tub now. I got, yeah, because you got to be a mom now. All right. So that's fine. Well, thanks for calling in. And then, you know, when you're ready to run, just let me know, message me, and, and we'll do it. Okay. So, what classes are you taking at boxing right now? What time do you go up? Um, I'll be going there tomorrow night at 5 30 or 5 45. And uh, I'm trying, I'm mixing Planet Fitness weightlifting because I'm dragging Anna with me because she's never done really 
weight training before. She does all yeah. that body pump crap and all the high energy bouncing around shit. And I'm trying to get her to, to slow down, which is impossible. And I know. Huh? I said, I know. Yeah. Especially her. It's like, just sit still for five seconds, please. <laughs> so, and then, you know, she's doing the, the low rep, high resistance stuff. I did get her sore though. She said her legs and her abs were sore the next day. And I'm like, good. Cause that's what you do to me. Every time I work out with you doing your <sighs> stuff, but I'm trying to mix planet fitness and, and weight training with the boxing fitness. So it's kind of, huh? I said, that is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's a great mix. And then if you want to run, I'll throw the cardio in there. Cause it cardio is never bad for you. And I, you know, I try to get a balance with all that. And that's what I'm trying to do. I, uh, I just noticed that I've been losing so much like weight because of nursing. And I kind of thought twice about running. I don't know if I want to be burning all that energy when I need it, but I do want to start going to boxing when I get a chance, when I get my self-discipline up. Well, now after Wendy showing up on Wednesday or Friday nights, that because here's what we do, not that you need to do this, but we, we have it like bring your own booze Friday night. <laughs> so what we do is instead of going to the restaurant or whatever and sit down and have some drinks outside because it's an arm and a leg, we work out and do this and do that. And we just sit around and have a couple, whatever you bring, and then you go home. But Wendy's going to be coming to that. So Friday night would be the night I would go to if I were you. Well, that sounds awesome. I am glad you told me about that because I need to drink some booze with some friends. Yeah. It'll be your little getaway, you know, personal me time. And then doing something you love to do. And then, yeah, because like, because Anna said, she just told me a couple hours ago that she lives in the same complex that Wendy does because she sent me a picture on Facebook and tagged me. And I'm like, whoa, I love Wendy. She's she's so talented, so awesome. And she's going to start doing boxing with us. And she's coming Friday nights, which tomorrow night, I would assume. I'm not sure about it being the 4th of July weekend. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm assuming she's going to be there. Okay, well, just in case I forget, send me a little reminder tomorrow. I'll send you one at 4 a.m. How's that sound? <laughs> no, I would, no, I don't, I would, I would never I, I would never do that. I'm just I'm being an asshole. I'm kidding. No, I'll, I'll text you tomorrow or, or message you tomorrow. Okay, so what time does the class start tomorrow? I want to say 545, but I don't want you to be late, so I'm going to say 530, but I'm pretty sure it's 545. Okay, then. Well, you should probably say 5.30 anyway, because I'm like late to everything. Yes, you are. Yep. Okay, Tim. Thank so you fair. so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye. All right, so that's a friend of mine. So that was nice. I love it when people call and it's not planned or scripted or spontaneous or whatever. Man, my face is fucking red. Ooh. I've been in the sun. My Indian blood's coming out or whatever. All right, let's check chat rooms. Okay, really nobody in Facebook. I don't really care. I hate Facebook. Sucks. Uh oh, we got a people in the pod beam. Um blah 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 blah. Ha ha ha. Okay. Uh 
COVID-19. It's about thinking out of the box. Oh, that's my title. You haven't even talked about that yet. I don't know. I'm talking about sex. Reagan, Trump, drugs, babies, running, happiness, marriage. And I haven't even started. It's an hour. I didn't even talk about what I wanted to talk about, which was, uh, is COVID-19 a curse or an opportunity? But it's already been an hour, so I don't think I don't really think I want to talk about it. I just talk about it tomorrow. I don't know. That's what happens. Everybody says that, even even in the Facebook. There's no agenda, guys. Unless I have an interview or something set up, then there's a plan or a purpose of the show, which the only purpose of this show is to make you wake up and think out of the box. That's it. The Red Pill Show, the original Red Pill Show. Because some asshole tried taking my concept and my name and said he was me. So I had to change it to the original Red Pill Show, but whatever. Think out of the box. Think out of it. Like, oh, COVID-19 sucks. Oh, my God, it's horrible. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to get a pay cut. Everybody's going to die. Fucking this. Okay. Well, maybe, but is there an opportunity in that? Because quite frankly, when I've been challenged or things are really going downhill, like everything did in my life, divorce, loss of business, losing my family, except my son, friends, some friends, um, my livelihood, all my materialistic shit, all of it sucked so that's COVID-19 that was my COVID-19 moment I talked to somebody at work and she's freaking out and she's like how do you have such a good attitude during all this stuff aren't you afraid of blah 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 and I'm like no I'm not because I've been through worse than COVID-19 so I know how to handle adversities or situations that are out of your control that are making you lose everything, including your goddamn mind. So uh, that's why I came to Colorado to get out of the environment. I don't know where you can go to escape COVID-19, maybe on the ocean, (laughs) in a cave, on a mountain. I don't know. But you never really can get away from a bad situation you have to learn how to deal with it and make a positive out of it and use that as an opportunity and i didn't want to get into this too much i will just share this unless it continues to go on or somebody calls because i i really got nothing to do not that i want to sound like a loser but I can get out of here and go to the gym. I got you. I can do stuff. It's not like I don't have anything to do, but I like doing this depending on where it goes and who engages and who calls, who comments, whatever. But the book, this book again, fake by Robert Kurosaki, he hasn't really said it in here yet to a point, but 
he said in past books, we've gone, we're going from the industrial revolution age into the information age. And I really don't want to get into that. Not now. So that got me thinking, I'm like, okay, because we're all dependent. I mean, let's face it, our job, money, all that stuff is some type of reward, which could be interpreted as happiness. Okay. I mean, I think that's why people are fucking miserable right now because they don't know if they're going to work tomorrow or their job got cut in half or their pay got cut in half or their hours got reduced. They got demoted. They got furloughed. Uh, they're sitting at home now. That's really driving them fucking crazy. Cause now you can't get away from people that you may want to get away from. Um, so it really starts defining and showing your life and who's involved with it and what you're doing and its purpose. But that's up. That's your decision to make yourself happy. Not your husband, not your kids, not your dog, not your television, not Netflix, not your bonbons, not your beer, your pot, what, whatever doesn't make you happy. Okay. Happiness comes from within. You need to find out what that is. That's why everybody's losing their fucking mind because you're finding out that you're really not happy. Whatever. I don't want to play psychologist, but it got me to thinking if we're stuck in the industrial revolution and we're coming out of it, industrial revolution pretty much just means you get up, get ready. You got your job. You go do what you got to do. And you're part of still the tail end of the industrial revolution and you're working for somebody else and you make widgets or gadgets or gizmos or whatever you put your time in and you go home well that's been happening since i don't know uh since the automobile was invented maybe maybe the, i don't know maybe the 1920s or 1910 and beyond i don't really know do do your own homework I mean, the Industrial Revolution really came on, I would say, you know, like in the 20s after electricity was invented and then the automobile, Tesla, Henry Ford, Carnegie, all these people. Uh, let's just say 1910, just for the fuck of it. Okay. So from 1910 until now, 2020, it's 100, 110 years, right? So everybody's stuck in their hypnotic rhythm, a term from Napoleon Hill from outwitting the devil. It's all we know generations and generations and generations. Okay. But according to Robert Kurosaki, we're coming out of the industrial revolution age and the information age. That made no sense to me at all. It's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And then I was watching him being interviewed by the guy that does London real Brian, Brian Rose on YouTube, London real. And he was interviewing Robert Kurosaki again. And he said, Robert Kurosaki said that again, we're going into the information age and the people that don't do that, whatever that is, that's what I didn't get make that transition into the information age, you're going to be left behind. Somebody, some people are doing it instinctually, intrinsically. They, they just, 
are gravitating towards it and they're doing it. For instance, Brian Rose was on Wall Street and a banker and he said, fuck all this stuff. And he wanted to get into broadcasting. Well, broadcasting is like an information. Broadcasting is not really an informing people and doing a show and interviewing him is not the industrial revolution. So he took his talents and his information. See, now that's the definition. What's what's information? Well, it's knowledge and facts and everything I learned in my experience. Like it could be, I see that's the thing too. What's information. And for me, it finally rang a bell because he kept talking about it when Brian Rosa was interviewing him and it's, Information is pretty much you, your mental essence, I guess I would say. If I had to put one descriptive phrase, it would be your mental essence. Not really information, knowledge, experience, <coughs> facts, excuse me, opinions. Just you. You are you. You've been programmed, indoctrinated, experienced. It's all burned into your DNA, your brain. It, it's you. It's who you are. So therefore, nobody can be you. Nobody can take you. Although some people have tried to destroy me. <clears throat> Damn near did. But nobody can really be or take you. So you have to learn to take you in the information age and be able to sell you kind of like Facebook. Everybody thought in the beginning, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. I'll just get on here, talk to my friends, and blah, 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 blah. Well, Facebook is selling your fucking information. <laughs> so they're turning your personal information or whatever you're sharing on Facebook and selling it allegedly to people that will buy it. I don't want to get into it. Well, who would have thunk? You know, you're just down here trying to talk to your friends and your family and whatever. And these assholes are taking your information and selling it. So if they can do it, then you can do it because who knows you better than you. So the reason why I bring all this shit up is like, okay, I have my life experiences, personal career. And then everybody's like, well, why don't you write a book? I don't know. I mean, I've, I've tried, I have, I'm doing it, but a book is a book and to go through all that process and all that stuff and then get it published and then sold and whatever, it just seems really tedious and it's always the road traveled. I like taking the road less traveled. So what I did is, well, do I want to share my personal stuff? Not yet. I will. I'll mix it in with what I'm doing, but just not putting a line in the sand and go, all right, I'm going to talk about my personal life, monetize it, sell that information so it can help people. It's what it's all about. It's about helping other people, not about making money, not about anything else. It's a way to monetize your intellectual property or your mental essence, you to help other people, but they're going to pay for it. So you have to figure out a way to come up with your mental essence where you can put it into words and understanding for somebody else to use that 
So they make their life better and they become a better person or they make their life easier or whatever it does or all three. And I thought long and hard about that in my 37 years of experience in the heating and air conditioning and refrigeration and food service industry, 37 years, day out of high school, I got to take that and put it into words where people can take it and use it to make their life easier and increase their mental awareness, which then becomes a part of them. It's, it's more than just transferring your knowledge. It's transferring your essence, your personality, your, your wit, your charm, your information, your experience based on results, not just by reading a book and then taking a test and passing it. That's useless information. This is something that's been proven through life experience in the acquired knowledge of what works and what don't work, which in my opinion is priceless. So I'm saying all this because if COVID-19 comes around again or the black plague, God forbid, or fucking whatever, and you're dependent on sticking and staying in the industrial revolution, getting up, going to your place of business that we've been doing since 1910 in the same shit in the hypnotic rhythm for generations and generations and generations. But if you haven't noticed, that's changing. Your job's going to China, Mexico. This isn't racism. This is facts, okay? All this shit in your job is being shipped out of this country for lower labor, period, okay? Because you're making too much money. It's all about profits and greed by the corporations. There's no way out of that. That's where the great America, that's where we're talking about too. How Do you th- think Trump is really making America great again? Well, if you're trying to keep jobs here in the nation instead of globalism, uh, yeah, uh, I do. I think he's trying to make America great by keeping high paying jobs here. Uh, see, it's not a problem until you lose your job and then you can't feed your kids and your family. And then you're stuck at home. And then you go through this COVID-19 scenario where you're at home collecting unemployment or waiting for a stimulus check from the government. It's the same thing. So, and if you're unhappy in either one of those situations beyond your control, then you're not going to be happy. So what I thought is like, how can I take all this information, this mental essence and use it for people to their advantage and their experience and increase their knowledge through my experience and my essence and who I am. And then it makes their life easier and their job easier. And they become more knowledgeable from experience, not from reading a book and taking a test that that's, that's irrelevant. That's not knowledge. That's just memorizing facts and you know enough to memorize it, to pass the test. That's useless. The information or mental essence that I'm sharing, like being a parent or being a mom, you could read a fucking book, 10 of them, and okay, the, the, okay, I could be a mom now. <sighs> yeah, whatever. Talk to me in 18 years. Talk to me in 20 years, 30 years. That makes a mom. That makes a parent. It makes a dad. Reading a fucking book is going to do you a goddamn bit of good. Trust me. Even 
being a mom for dummies or being a dad for dummies or being a parent for dummies ain't going to happen. But if you raise your kids, then you have that mental essence and you can share that with people. Now, if you're a real nice person and close friends, cause you give a shit about them, you'll, that seems like advice, not opinions. It's advice because you've experienced it and you found out what works and what doesn't work by trial and error. So then you share that with your friends so they can have an easier time raising their kids. Well, that's great, but that doesn't pay the bills. And I'm not saying keep everything private and don't talk about anything that may help somebody. If somebody's having a tough time and you're, you're, front, you're a friend, you're an asshole for not talking to them about it and being a friend. I'm not trying to put a dime or a penny in seeing somebody just getting their heart broke or their life's being destroyed and you can help them by being a friend, by talking to them or just even listening. That's not what I'm talking about. But there's other people that will be separated from you by a first degree, second degree, fifth degree, 10th degree, people around the planet where you can share that mental awareness based on experience and knowledge that's accurate knowledge and facts that work monetize that and sell it. We'll be like, whoa, you're an asshole. You're not being nice. Really? Um, I'll tell you what, if you want to be stuck in the industrial revolution and punch a time card and put widgets together or go put cars together. Uh, and if you don't think you're going to make less money or you're not going to lose your job because cheaper labor is halfway around the world, you're crazy. Because it's happening, it happened, and it's going to continue to happen. But then when COVID-19 comes, which sucks, title of this was 2020 sucks. Uh, COVID-19 or is it an opportunity? I don't know exactly what I Is it an opportunity? And I think that's what Robert Kiyosaki was trying to get across. Is it an opportunity to have a spiritual awakening or a, an epiphany or whatever and go, how can I get out of the industrial revolution into the information age with COVID-19 or anything that takes you away from your job and make money? Quite honestly, in the beginning, I went from 40 hours to 25 hours. And then I got a second job that came to me. I've been making more money during COVID-19 than I was before. I got two jobs. But regardless, I'm making more money than I did before COVID-19. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be forced to make a decision. Are you going to stay in your little security eight hours a day, nine hours a day with a lunch and a break, whatever, punch your time card, move up the corporate ladder, put widgets together. And if something happens again, like COVID-19 or your factory gets shut down or your place of business gets shut down, goes bankrupt. That's a whole nother part of this. Uh, people are going bankrupt. The businesses are going bankrupt because of this. So what are you going to do when you go home and you don't have a job? Well, just get another one. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, unemployment in the competition for that you're going to be up against 
I really highly doubt it because I've talked to people about it already. I am fortunate enough to still have my job, two jobs actually. Uh, and I'm fine without sounding like an asshole, but it's still not enough for me. I'm still like, okay, this is like the canary in the coal mine, Tim. If you don't read the writing on the wall, you're an idiot. So what I did, this is what I did. <clears throat> so much for not talking about it. I have taken my information and made, I don't know how many episodes I'm going to have, but I'm going to break everything that down that I know in my knowledge and my mental essence and lessons that have worked and not worked, but for the most part worked. Put it into a podcast. I've done one already. It ended up being two and a half hours and I'm charging $999.99 for it. I'm charging $1,000 for it. And when I was doing it, my mental essence that I was transferring into the podcast for people that want that mental awareness, I came up with at least four instances that it would save them at least $4,000, $4,000 minimum, minimum. I'm very conservative on my projections or my costs or what I think I'm always under, I, I'm never over. I would probably say, save them eight to 10 grand, but I don't want to say that. It'll definitely save them $4,000 and it's costing them a grand. So that's a 400% return on investment. Who wouldn't want that? And now you've acquired the mental awareness or at least one portion of it. That's taken me 37 years. And here, if you feel guilty about charging for your information or life essence, this is how I dealt with that. It fucking cost me a lot of goddamn money and a lot of tears and a lot of blood and a lot of pain and a lot of busting my ass time, 37 years to acquire the mental essence that I have. So if I had to pay for it, you're going to fucking pay for it. Sorry. That's just the way it is. That's capitalism, if you want to call it that anymore, but let's just say it is. That's capitalism. We need money to put food on the table. Now, don't take it like, oh, I can just sit in front of the computer and gab and, you know, I don't have to work again. Well, no, that's work. It's just not industrial revolution task-oriented work. It's using your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in your humanity, in your spirituality, in your compassion in your kindness. Well, what do you mean by that? You're that's not kind. You're charging for it. Whatever. Okay. Fine. I didn't acquire it for free. I have my choice of charities, which is, uh, the Steven Tyler, uh, for, um, sexually abused and trafficked, sexually trafficked women. What the fuck is it called? Janie's fun. That's my charity. So I'm not giving anything else for free. I'll give them money for that. Cause I think that's a good cause for me for charity. But if you want more than that for me and you're not a good friend or you're not a customer in my job, you're going to pay. That's the information age. 
I thought the information age was, well, let's just go to Google.com and how to do your own podcast. Okay, well, yeah, there's all the information you could possibly need, like an encyclopedia. No, no. And it took me so long to figure out what is he saying? Information age. It's your mental essence. That's what I'm calling it. I'm not saying he's calling it that. I think the best term is your mental essence. Which comes from, again, your head, your heart, your spirituality, your humankind, being a good human, compassion, kindness. But in order to acquire that mental essence you paid a price why not package it up and sell it to people that want it so that's what i'm going to do and i think there's going to be a minimum of 10 episodes so that's 10 grand but that ten thousand dollars is going to i have no doubt tenfold (laughs) it'll save people a hundred thousand dollars easy 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 because what i'm talking about and what i've applied i practice in my business and it works and what didn't work i didn't use it and i've also paid attention to what other people were doing and what worked and what didn't work and that was all the mental awareness coming to me through my experience So, like I said, I've paid a price. Price is time. How can you put a value on time? You can't. Time is priceless. You can't get it back. So right there. Well, it didn't cost me anything. Really? Your kids didn't cost you anything. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, What what was the the hospital of the bill for the birth of your kid? Number one. Yeah, it did cost you something. If you want to give advice or share your mental awareness on being a mom, being a dad, whatever, regardless if it cost you any monetary price, it cost you your time. And I think you would be doing a huge disservice or I would be if I took that mental awareness to my grave, I have shared my mental awareness with people for free. And when I've done that, they have used it and they have made their lives better by using that and making more money. But I gave it to them for free. It was customers. It was employees. I did it to make it better for them and better for my customers because that's the way I ran my company. Well, since my company was destroyed and I lost it, and my marriage, and my family, except my son, and all my materialistic stuff, which I acquired by doing that. So I did get something back for that, but I didn't charge for it. This time, you're going to fucking pay. Because you know why? Because I'm not going to give it to you for free. And if you do take it, and you take it for your own selfish reasons, I just put up a roadblock or a wall where you can't come back and destroy me with it. You can take it all you want. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. 
but I got your grand and you paid for it, but you can't use it against me. So that's another lesson that I learned too. It's a one-way street, a one-way check valve. Once it goes one way, it can't come back. So you're going to pay a grand. You're going to learn something that you won't learn anyplace else based on 37 years of experience through my mental awareness, transferring my, my, my knowledge, my information, all that type of stuff. What works, what doesn't work results by doing it in real life. What doesn't work and you're going to pay me whether you want to do it, listen to it or whatever is up to you, but you can't take that information or that mental awareness that I shared with you out of kindness and compassion for free and come back and use it against me, i.e. taking my customers because I don't have any. You got them. I fucked myself. So that's what I come up. I came up with. So when COVID-19 comes around the second wave or whatever happens, or you lose your job or they close your factory, or they close your business or eliminate your position. What are you going to do? You're going to stay in the industrial revolution as well. I'll just go get another job. Okay. And, and whatever. Okay. What happens when you're 50, 60, 70, are you going to be doing the same thing that you are now? Can your body handle it? Can your, can your mental capacity handle it? And then are you going to go to your grave with all your mental awareness when all you had to do was make a stupid fucking podcast and put it into a content or context that was transferable to somebody else to pay for that? I don't know. But don't think that you don't have any mental essence that you can't package in some type of product that people can or won't use. You've been through something or done something that somebody else hasn't. I have 37 years, the day out of high school, starting with preventative maintenance to become service technician, to service supervisor, to business owner and president of my own company, back now to a service technician right now. I have a lot of mental essence that I can share no, not share now, sell. Because when my hours get back, cut back to 25 hours, when the shit comes in the fall again, I'm not going to be sitting here trying to find another job in the industrial revolution. I'm going to be in the information revolution age, and I'm going to be doing podcasts that the people want that mental essence from me to make their life better and increase their mental essence. I'm going to be selling that to you. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if it won't work. I have no idea, but I'm trying and I will figure it out. And then when I do, I'll let you know. Kind of like this right now. I don't have to share any of this shit with you people. Like, fuck you. Figure it out yourself. I don't give a fuck. I, I got a roof over my head. I got food in my freezer. I got a job. I got a car. I got a motorcycle. I got four guitars, which I said I'd never do again, but I'm perfectly fine. Fuck, go fuck yourself. But that's not me. So I do this out of being a good human. That's it. I don't want fame. I don't want fortune. I, 
it, it's an avenue for me to figure stuff out. It, the more that we do collectively, the more we're going to figure out. And I try to plant the seeds or give the inspiration or the motivation or the spark to go, wait a minute, maybe I can do that. Maybe if I look at it from this side or that side or the outside or upside down or from the top or sideways or backwards or whatever, maybe I can figure this out. And you can't, you just have to learn how to do that and be open-minded enough to do that and get inspired by that. But unfortunately, we've all been indoctrinated and brainwashed where thinking out of the box or coming up with ideas is punished. You do what I tell you to do. You take a test, you pass the test, you're a genius. You don't pass the test. You're a fuck up. You're a failure. When in fact, and Robert Kurosaki says this, because I don't want to be accused of plagiarism, which is true. The more mistakes you make, the more you learn. There's no baby on the planet that learn to crawl and then walk without falling once. You fall, you get back up. You fall, you get back up. You fall, you knock your head, you knock your teeth out. You get back up. You learn how to walk. Even a baby knows that. That's how you learn by failure. And you get back up and you do it again. And you fall and you get back up and you do it again. You learn more from failures than you do from success. I can tell you that from experience. I learn more from failing than from succeeding. So that's why I do this. If I help one person out of all the fucking listeners that I have, I am content. I have accomplished my mission. But it's not about me. It's about you. What are you going to do when you get sent home again and just when you think everything's back to normal, whatever the fuck that means, then fall comes around and this thing spreads around again or there's another one or whatever the scenario is and you're back home without a job. What are you going to do? Because unfortunately, that's what's going to take to make you wake the fuck up. That's why my tagline is, time to wake up you better wake the fuck up before it's too late get into the information age learn how to do it learn how to do a podcast then you can charge for them with your mental essence that's what i'm doing now i'm going to the next level I ain't going to make any money doing this. Even, even if somebody goes, Tim, we want to put you on uh serious satellite radio. Fuck, okay. Well, whatever. Or in Denver or KPBI or the Fox or, you know, okay, sure. Whatever. But that's back into the industrial revolution. It's been done. I, you know, that'd be nice, but that's not what I'm looking for. And I'm not going to make any money doing this for free, but I don't want to make money. I want to share my mental essence and I do a lot, but when it cost me 37 years and everything that I had in my life, which I paid for, you're going to pay. I have no fucking problem telling you that and saying that you're going to pay because I paid a price for that mental essence. And so will you. That's it.
I don't want to be redundant anymore. Just that's it. You want to get through COVID-19 again and you're sitting on your ass and you're fucking miserable and drinking beers and smoking pot and waiting for your check from the government. You're not going to make it. Get a fucking microphone. Do this. Sign up for podbean.com. Get a recording program. You can get audacity for free and figure it out. Figure it out. I can't tell you what to do. Okay. I can give you a box of tools, but I can't fucking build a house for you. I can give you the tools, build your own house. Okay. That's it. I'm done. How long is that now? Jesus Christ. An hour, 36 minutes. So I'm done. I'm going to go. Gordy. Hey, what's up? Lingalonga? What the hell was that? Who's that? Anyway, thank you. You're calling me. Somebody was calling me. Uh, I don't see it. You have to call me next time. Unless you want to call really quick. I don't care. 815-290-0912. I'll, I'll take a phone call. I don't care. I got nothing more to say, though, as far as me. But if you do, I can, that's, that's great. I love interaction. Uh, I'll just leave this open for a minute. I'll give you a minute here. If you don't call, then I'm going to go. Or you could have left. I don't really know. Uh, people that are in Facebook chat room? Nope. I know people are listening, though, because I see that. But they're not saying anything. Don't be scared. Share your mental essence. Your mental awareness. I, I, awareness isn't even the right word. I think essence is. What the hell is the definition of essence? Oh, 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 definition of essence. The permanent is contrasted with the accidental element of being. Oh, well, that's pretty good. The individual rear or alt real or ultimate nature of a thing there you go especially as opposed to his existence opposed there's the opposition you're fighting yourself because you're stuck in the industrial revolution compared to transferring to the information revolution perfect i think that's a perfect fucking word not that i said it but that, that's what that's what i'm getting out of it the properties or attributes by means of which something can be placed in its proper class or identified as being what it is there you go. What is information age for you? What does that mean to you? It doesn't have to be what I'm saying for you. I'm saying that's what it is for me. I'm not saying Robert Kiyosaki is saying what I'm saying or vice versa. You need to take this and find out what it is for you, your identification, your identity for this. And I know that makes no sense at all, or maybe it does. That's what you need to figure out. All right. Nobody's calling. That's it. Uh, I'm going to end the show. Please share it. That's like an hour and 45 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes. Please share the show. I'd appreciate it. And uh, I don't know what we're ever going to talk about, but I love when people call in. I love having guests. I love talking about whatever and whatever pops up. And that's what we're doing. So thanks again. I really appreciate it. And please share the show. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.